0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Project Do-It-Yourself podcast. I'm Avi. This episode is sponsored by Project Do-It-Yourself. Join an online community of DIYers by finding us on Instagram at Project Do-It-Yourself or on Discord. You can find a link on our website, projectdoityourself.com. Hey everybody. Today I'm here with Leo. Thanks so much for joining me. And I'd love to hear about the first computer that you built and why you built it.
1: So this is gonna be strange, but the first computer that I built, I didn't actually build, so to speak. It was a gift that I received from a friend. It was spare parts that he had already put together that I received about three years ago. And so what I've ended up doing is just building on top of that and slowly replacing each part, like the motherboard, the memory, the CPU, step-by-step. So my computer is less of a a fresh build and more of a Frankenstein, but I love it very much.
0: (laughs) Why did your friend decide to give you these parts? What made them think that you would enjoy having this?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I I think I always expressed an interest in uh, building my own computer to this friend and, and not to surreptitiously get him to give me his old computer, but he enjoyed putting together computers. And I've been part of the relevant subreddits and followed threads about building computers, never myself having the means at the time to build a computer, but nevertheless still cultivating the interest. And yeah, it was just a a common topic that we talked about often. We shared news about new components coming out. And I was definitely more of a bystander in the conversation uh, because I wasn't actually building anything. And then I think at one point he just built a whole new computer from the ground up. And he said, you know what? I've got this old one. You can have it. And that's how it started. That was my introduction into the PC master race.
0: (laughs) So when you got all these parts, what what did you do? Did you sit with him to build it or did you do Oh, no, I own? mean,
1: so they were already in a case. Like he just gave okay. me everything. But what I did do, took apart the case, took apart some of the bigger components, like the motherboard and everything, just to look at them. You know, I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to take apart the motherboard and remove the CPU and all that because it was there. It was a plug and play situation. It, it was my my first kind of custom computer i'm not including the pre-built that i had bought for college because that was just a dell that i bought and got rid of five years later but yeah i took it apart i I looked at everything i made a note of what every component was the brand and the and the model of this the cpu and the motherboard because i I didn't know what i was working with so yeah i just made a list of everything that i had actually that's one of the first things i did and part of the reason for doing that was okay if I wanted to upgrade this in the future, what would be the next smartest slash economical move? Because obviously I if I try to replace the motherboard, I have to replace everything else. What do I start with? That was the thinking.
0: What have been your steps in that process? How have you evaluated which part to replace and what
1: Yeah? So I I started with like very low impact upgrades. Like adding fans or two which is literally just plugging it into the motherboard you have an extra like fan port that's open just doing that and even now i still consider myself a beginner so i haven't really played around with customizing fan settings there's a whole world you can really get into which for some people is a lot of fun that's not my idea of fun but it's there's just so many great rabbit holes that you can fall down to if you fall into if you really want to um, so low-impact stuff, adding some SSDs in order to increase my boot time. The PSU was a, a good one, so I kept that. And yeah, that's basically it. I started with that. And then I think a few months after, I upgraded to a, a GTX 1060, a graphics card. And then a few months after that, it was just, I took the plunge and just replaced the entire motherboard. So <laughs> the board, CPU, uh, memory. At this point, the only thing that I have, from that original computer that my friend gifted me is the power supply, just because it's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> that's really all I have left. It still works. It still works, yeah. So you at guys- this point, I would say that the computer is 90% mine, 90% new. I, I replaced
0: the case, of course.
1: Yeah, it's been so much fun just swapping out the parts little by little.
0: Yeah, that's really great. I'm I'm curious, since your experience was very recent, is there something else that you enjoy doing that you feel is very similar to this process of building the computer and replacing parts
1: Mm. tinkering with that tinkering with that huh that's an interesting question because i always imagine that for people who like working with their hands people who are and the great thing about being in web development is you find that a lot of your coworkers do that as their day jobs but they do like incredibly artistic and manual work on the side. So I honestly can't say that this is the same for me. I'm more of an artist. I sketch and doodle in my free time, but I imagine if you're someone who, for example, enjoys woodworking and you have all the tools in your shed, and your garage, and you love doing that, I can almost guarantee that you're working with different materials and yes, there's electricity involved, but I feel like putting together a, a computer is like Legos for adults. It's a lot of fun and I can see why people spent a ton of money doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Maybe this is going back a little before this time, but what got you into technology in general?
1: I don't know. I feel like I can reference old memories of being on internet dial-up and what that was like and how that was fascinating as a child. But I don't know if that it technically be true. I think for me as even though I'm an adult, I've always been but a, a kid. And so like things that are flashy, I am just drawn to. I'll be honest. I'm <laughs> like, just like a raven. I see something shiny on the ground and I want to pick it up. And that's what tech has been for me because it it keeps developing and it keeps moving forward. And there's always something fresh and new to be fascinated about. I really think that's what it is for me. And there's so many things that I will marvel at, but I have no desire to actually obtain. The next generation of of PlayStations and Xboxes are amazing technical marvels. And I think that they are awesome. Would I go out and get one? Actually, probably no. I'm, I'm not too pressed. But just the fact that technology is moving forward Yes, that's what fascinates and draws me to technology. Aside from the memories of being on the internet from a very young age and and playing Yahoo games, God bless Yahoo games, rest in peace. It's just, it's always been like a niche and and just always chasing something shiny. I think that it's entirely possible to do this with a a certain level of self-driving curiosity. Barring the expenses of buying computer parts and putting them together, I think that curiosity is really all that you need to get into tech. And this is how I got into web design in the first place. I know that this is a different conversation, but curiosity, I think, will take you pretty far when it comes to tech, building your own computers or things of that nature.
0: Nice. Yeah, Uh, I think that makes sense. Uh, Last question at this point, actually. So you've had a couple uh, years to have some experience of doing this, of building a computer. What, what are some lessons learned for next time? What would you do differently?
1: I think one lesson that's important when putting computers uh, together is to make sure that you have a game plan and that you familiarize yourself with the process of what you're going to try to do before doing it. I think mainly because I was a beginner and mainly because I start with A computer that was given to me, and because I had started with updating with low stakes components, I was not very careful, essentially. I didn't have the kind of sunk cost or the concept of, oh, I spent a lot of money getting all these parts, so I got to be careful. But the first time I I tried to upgrade something, I just opened it and I thought to myself, I'm just going to figure it out as I go along. And that ended up being a huge mistake and and a time sink. I think I recall the first time I installed a solid state hard drive, and I just tried to also clean up the wires a little bit, Uh, it ended up taking me like hours because I had unplugged something I was really careless about. I I really started doing a lot of things carelessly and just telling myself, oh, it'll be fine. So I, I think one thing, like I said, that is very important is that you have a visual mental exercise or plan of what you're going to be doing. And execute and of course just keep track of every single screw. Have a dedicated spot for it I and mean, you will otherwise end up with an extra screw somewhere and that will cause <laughs> so much anxiety. It's definitely happened once or twice with
0: <laughs> me. Awesome. That sounds like great advice. Thanks so much for joining. This podcast was sponsored by Project Do It Yourself. Visit projectdoityourself.com to subscribe to our email or find the link to our Discord channel. Do you know someone who should be on this podcast? Email us at podcast at projectdoityourself.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.